Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Gary Kozlowski, and this is my, most of my family, uh, Celinda, and our son Joseph, 13, Giselle, seven and a half, Jeremy, seven, and little Miss Molly is in the, uh, the nursery right now. Uh, so November is National Adoption Month, as many as you may know. Okay, I only have 10 minutes. I, 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 yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. My, my, my mind just keeps going different memories. But, uh, uh, <clears throat> so we are an adoptive family, uh, obviously, as you may know. And uh, I guess I just have some questions. Does anybody in this body, don't need to raise hands, but uh, felt the calling for adoption or uh, to, uh, you know, the calling to help widows and orphans? Uh, if you have, you probably have many questions like, you know, just the most basic, how do you get started? Uh, and then you probably have some of the tougher questions that uh, people go through is like, uh, if I do adopt, I gotta move along. <clears throat> if I do adopt, could I love an adopted child? Uh, same as my a biological child, or uh, or what impact would bringing a new adopted child into my family have on to my existing family chemistry? Okay, so those are the, some of the questions we want to maybe uh, touch on today and point you in a direction where you can get answers to some of some of those questions. And uh, so to start with, I wanna, we're going to talk a little bit about what led us and led our family to adoption, which was not a, uh, something we had planned at all. So uh, and to do that, I actually need to go back to when we first got married. So uh, uh, when we, you know, like younger couples, we were actually older when we got married, but uh, younger couples, we, uh, you know, we went to the marriage prep classes like a lot of people do, and you talk about family planning and... and uh, you know, things like birth control and those sorts of things. And we had our, we had our family plan. You know, we were going to have kids two years apart from each other. And, you know, there was a debate whether we wanted to, you know, minimum two, as many as four, uh, those sorts of things. And, uh, you know, so we got married. And because we, you know, I was in my mid-30s, uh, we wanted to get started pretty quickly. And we did. And, and literally within a month, we were pregnant. And on our one-year anniversary, uh, Joseph... Joseph was born, and uh, so we, you know, we said, "Hey, let's take a break for a little while and stick to our plan because we've got a plan." And by the way, in, in all of this, adoption was never part of the discussion, never. Uh, not that we had any, pre, you know, prejudice or even any thoughts about it. We just never came up. We didn't come from adoptive families, you know. Uh, none of my family's cousins, friends, uh, and for either one of us had gone, you know, had adoptive family members. So uh, we waited, you know, waited a year and a half. Uh, then actually we, we did a trip overseas, and we kind of pushed things back a year. And, but we started trying again, and, uh, you know, kind of casually, and things weren't happening. And then we moved back to the U.S., and we started getting very earnest about, you know, read all the books and, you know, taking temperatures and watching the date and all that normal stuff. And things weren't happening. We did that for a little over a year. So we stepped it up, and uh, we started doing the fertility thing. And uh, I'm sure many of you either have gone through that or know about that. 
And uh, it's very, well, one, it's very expensive. Most insurances don't cover it. It's also very, very stressful. Uh, you know, you would do your testing. We both checked out okay. Uh, it's definitely more stressful on the, on the woman, you know, with all the injections and the, all the different tests and the procedures. And we did that. It was kind of the regimen. Every two to three months, we were going through that, you know, the procedures uh, for about two years, and nothing was happening. And uh, about that same time, we, uh, a couple of things happened. One is, I don't know why I'm getting out. <laughs> One was uh, at our church that we were going to in Fort Collins, some people came up and spoke, and they shared some information on this wonderful organization called Project 127, uh, talking about adoption, so the kind of planted the seed. Another thing that happened is I was participating in a in an outreach discipleship program with the church uh, called Evangelism Equipping, where we'd go out into the community and we'd visit with people. And one day, this is the hard part, <laughs> one day I visited a home, and it was kind of interesting. We walk in there, and there's, uh, there's a, a couple there, probably in their 60s. They had a house full of kids, six, seven, eight kids, and they're all like two, three, four, five years old. And come to, come to learn, it was a foster home over in Fort Collins. And really, I guess, uh, you know, these kids were crawling all over us, you know, being all friendly and all that sort of stuff. And people were talking. And all I could think of in my mind was... Well, I would say that was the epiphany for me, uh, that moment. that I could love a, an adopted child, same as my own biological child. And still, I, you know, we hadn't talked about adoption. So we finally did. We talked about a, a adoption, and we both, it was, I mean, this was like, you know, between the, between the, the Project 127 coming to, 120, uh, to our church and that event, it was like, you know, God slapping you across the face and punching you in the gut giving you the wake-up call, you know, that, hey, uh, you know, I've got a different plan for you. So we, we finally talked about it, and we were both open to it. And a couple months later, in December of 2008, we went to our first adoption orientation class, and uh, things progressed uh, about, what was it, 17 months later, exactly, we, uh, we got the phone call, and that's when uh, we got introduced to Giselle. And uh, we adopted her in December 2010, two years later. But uh, we, we then realized that the, the day, that, or the, not the day, but the, the month that we went to the uh, orientation class was the month that Giselle was born. So there's, uh, we got all kinds of stories. <laughs> We got a really good one with Molly, but uh, anyways, uh, so that's what, what led us to, uh, to adoption. It was not part of our plan. We'd never thought about it, and that's, uh, here we stand, we, you know, as I mentioned, you know, Joseph was born, he's our bio biological son, and, and uh, Jeremy, Giselle, and Molly are, are all adopted. Uh, quick info, there are different types of adoption. There's really just three types, if you break it down. There's international adoption. Uh, which uh, is very, you know, can be pretty complicated, kind of expensive. 
There's also there where domestic where you just work with an adoption agency, and that's pretty much dealing with infants. Uh, and then the other type is the foster care or foster to adopt kind of adoption. And uh, that's the route that we chose. And uh, a big part of that was, you know, Project 127 uh, is a Christian-based charitable organization here in Colorado who has a charter to, to get to zero kids in the, adoption, in the uh, foster care program in, uh, in Colorado. A uh, couple stats here. Uh, in Colorado, there's about 5,200 kids that are in the foster care program at any one moment in time. And there's approximately about uh, eight kids, 800 kids that get adopted each year. Uh, but there's also anywhere from 300 to 500 that age out of the system each year uh, that never get adopted. So definitely want to put a plug in for Project 127. Uh, that's, uh, we work with them. The other thing, I, I mentioned cost a couple of times, and it's, it's important. It's, you know, it's a relevant subject when you talk about uh, adoption in general. And uh, I, I would say I know that is an obstacle. That it's one of the other tougher questions people ask themselves. And I will say, you know, there are organizations out there, specifically Project 127 is one of them, that uh, go a long ways to, uh, to take the bite out of, a big bite out of, out of adoption. Uh, so uh, if that's something that's been maybe an excuse or something in your mind holding you back, I would encourage you to, to look at that. Uh, quick, so I mentioned Giselle will be adopted in December 2010. Uh, Jeremy was January 2015, and then Molly in the, in the nursery, she was, we adopted her in May of 2015 as well, and several of you are at, that, uh, at those hearings. Uh, that was pretty awesome. So how can you, uh, how can you support, uh, or what does WCC do, and what, what can you do to help uh, get involved? So the first thing I would say is, is there is, uh, there's, you know, there's our resources out there. In fact, there's a very good one that's coming up in the next, actually tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, in the foyer, we've got uh, some pamphlets laid out. Uh, you can grab those. But there's a, a meeting that's happening tomorrow night over at Res uh, uh, Christian uh, uh, Resurrection Christian. I want to say school. I'm so programmed to say that. Uh, but uh, seven to nine tomorrow night. There's an informational session. That's like the same informational session that we went to. I think there's another one in December. But there's a little flyer out there that gives those dates. Uh, and I also just remind everybody that WCC. You know, we've got a mission here a foster, foster care mission that uh, has been uh, operational for, I don't know, at least five or six years. I know Jen Coet uh, uh, took it over from the chambers about four years ago, I think. And uh, there's a few, uh, you know, the, the movie nights that we do uh, generates money for that, for that mission, uh, if, you, if you don't recall. Uh, but there's two big events that, uh, that WCD does, WCC does each year. One is in the late summer, we do the back-to-school backpacks that... Uh, is pretty awesome. I've, uh, you guys have seen the hundreds of backpacks out there. The other big one is the angel tree that's happening right now. So in the foyer, you'll see the, the tree out there with name tags on it. And I think this is the fourth year, fourth year we're doing it. And what this is is buying uh, gifts for those kids that are in the foster care program for, for Weld County. And, uh, you know, I've, I had, a, you know, Eric and I one time, we, we I helped Eric one time round up all these, these gifts and run them over to the community building and something else, you know, the hundreds and hundreds of gifts. But this year we've got a really steep hill to climb. There's uh, uh, twice as many tags out there this year as there has been in the years past. There's 206 tags out there. So definitely please, uh, again, that is a way that, that all of you could, could uh, contribute and help out. Uh, so I think that's it. <laughs>
I made it through it, and I don't know how long it took. But, uh, yeah, so if you have any questions, you can come to us. We can help get you pointing in the right direction. Again, there's flyers out in the foyer. And uh, please help out with the, uh, with the angel tree out there. Thanks, everyone. Let's pray for this dear family. God, I thank you for um, thank you for the evidence of uh, your grace in this special family. Thank you for um, the grace that sustained that saved Gary and Slenda, the grace that sustains them and I thank you, Lord, that they are uh, a living testimony to, the, um, to your grace and to the power of the gospel. And Lord, I'm reminded as I uh, was sitting there listening to Gary of, uh, of my adoption, that uh, before the beginning of time, um, you knew that you would bring us into your forever family. And uh, I thank you that this, is, uh, that this, um, this adoption of these three beautiful kids that the Kozlowskis have um, have brought into their forever home, God, is, is really just a picture. It's a profound picture of your love for us and bringing us into your forever family. And I pray for Gary and Slenda. God, I pray that they would continue to, um, to stand firm in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray, God, that they would continue to point these uh, special ones uh, to you um, as their only hope. And, um, Lord, I do pray for anybody here that's here today, Lord, that that you might be uh, prompting, that you might be tapping on their heart. God, I pray that um, that they would take the next step of uh, asking you, God, what are you up to? What are you up to, and how do you want us to respond? So we love you, and we just thank you for the beautiful picture of adoption, and I thank you for Gary and Slinda's example and uh, the great love that they have for these kiddos. And we pray all these things in the powerful name of Jesus.